shoot i forgot to hit the go live on facebook okay so the, the go live just started so that works hey welcome back to judging bouncing balls one week off and we're back ready to rock and roll in this uh festive season toby how the heck are you good good need a little break you know had to get into the festive cheer of christmas uh we did some family stuff so we should be back i had to hit the road to get into the studio the west the west coast studio here in uh menominee wisconsin that's right. Beautiful Menominee. It's where all the uh, yeah. the holiday travelers go. <laughs> wow, it's just best business class. You know, we're out here grinding, <laughs> staying at the Best Western, had a little Applebee's. Hello. <laughs> best. Um, good night's sleep tonight. Uh, back on the road in the morning. Look at you, just grinding. That's People just see you, they're like, wow, Toby's a grinder. That's all he is. <laughs> Gotta pay for these damn kids. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Man, I'll tell you what, they yeah. uh they keep uh finding new ways to spend money, don't they? Oh <laughs> wow. Like we'll get into Christmas a little bit. Like, holy cow. I mean a hundred dollars. What does that get you? Half a pair of leggings these days at the old Lulu Lemon. Oh Lulu. Lulu's crazy, man. I I talk about a great investment. Whoever came up with that idea, like, hey, we can spend a few dollars on polyester and then we can charge a hundred dollars for it. Amazing business plan. Or even better, let's take a Yeti cup, change the name to Stanley, charge <laughs> 10 bucks more and be like, we're new folks. Oh, hey, speaking of Stanley's. Have you seen those videos where they're like, the they're making fun of moms that walk around with Stanleys and those dudes have like the water jugs, like the full three gallon water jugs and they <laughs> they're walking around like it's a Stanley sipping on it. Oh dude, those are hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to look that up because that is yeah. classic. Because they they're I mean pretty... they just keep getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, pretty massive. But you know, hey, that's good. But what are you gotta stay hydrated, right? We just learned coming back from Florida. We'll talk about that in a little bit. You gotta stay hydrated. So these these uh, moms and dads are just trying to stay hydrated, doing their doing what they can. Yeah, turn the phone off here. Volume Ooh. up, right? See, see if anybody's joining us. Texting live. We gotta hear from people. That's right. This kind of interaction show. Uh, hey, by the way, yeah, we get too deep. The last podcast we did with Dr. Harold Shock kind of went viral. I mean. Compared to whatever I'm used to. I mean, <laughs> thousand plus views, viewers, I don't know, impressions. Hey, it helps when uh, Bayview or Baycares, uh, sorry, Baycare, you know, shares it out. That that didn't hurt us. Oh, no, but I was thinking that if they would have continued, like we could have been from the Baycare Studios in Menominee, Wisconsin, but now I can't. I can't do it. That's There's right. No I mean, point. like, we're still open. Don't get me wrong. We haven't closed the door. Wide open. Oh, all, all, all the doors are open. Uh, and I don't even know what it's going to take, like, to name the studio after you. It's pretty cheap. I'm going to be honest with you. They always say the first one in gets the best deal. That's right. That's right. You want to be the first mover in this situation. 
<laughs> Word to the wise, get in now. And we also had all these people, and we only have like 90 followers. Like, oh, people hit a like button. Like, come on. What are we Gotta be a way doing? to make that happen. Yeah. Well, I, I think if we boosted the posts and then had the uh, the interaction that we desired be the, the like button, that'd probably work. So. You got to pay to boost. We got no coin. We got kids, yo. <laughs> but, you know, people can always give us stars and they could, that allows you to pay us if you want to hit the little star button. Then you could pay us. I mean, that's, that works too, but I don't know where the money goes because we don't have a bank account tied to this. <laughs> This Facebook's probably just, just taking it all. Do you have to? Do I have to like like set up stars? I'll set be. I'll set up some stars. No, I don't. Like, know. It says do they cost money? It says that it's it's open. I don't know. I just clicked on it. it says it's good. But I, who knows? You know who knows? Yeah, it says I can send two hundred stars to oh, comment. I'm telling you, people, you don't need two hundred stars. You can just comment tonight. It is free tonight. Dang right. And I, I hear young Coach, Coach Sean told me that he wanted to uh, uh, make fun of us, uh, mainly. Uh, and so I told him we were going live at 7. So I, I expect Coach Sean to be on and uh, giving us the business. Let's put it that way. It's interesting. He won't come on. I'd like to have him on. It's an entrepreneur ice cream mogul of the Appleton area. Yes. Um, a little bit of inspiration for me. Right. Hey, by the way, you have launched another podcast <laughs> without me. Well, just gonna say, but I get it. Um, on finance tips. Yeah, it's 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 basically for my class. I mean, so one of the things that I kind of heard is that you know I get parents to, and we actually have a community that still doesn't know that we teach personal finance as cash. And so I thought maybe this would be a good way to do a little community outreach kind of like give them little topics of what we're doing in class. I'm going to probably promote it out through to our parents and hopefully they'll share it. So uh, just something to kind of let them know what we're talking about in the classroom. It's a little glimpse into uh, the world without them actually being there. So I don't think it's going to make any money. So don't worry. <laughs> well, you do now have one follower on Instagram. Yeah. And that's the only <laughs> So anyways, we'll see. I have, I've got to promote it yet. I haven't done anything with it, but it's a, it's a work in progress, let's say. So for the fans out there, I did offer to bring some insight. And at this time, Jeremy just said he's going to get it up and running before I get to talk to the children about right. stories. I can't wait. How to spend 50 euro <laughs> in a beard tent in Germany, children. No, they weren't they were euros when you were there. They were francs. They were francs. Four francs to a dollar. And you can get yeah. a beer for a four francs. Big beers, too. Delicious beers. But I see Shant is on tonight. So he, uh, he was down in Florida. Uh, Eric, Dusty, and Coach Drew, we had our uh, – we'll back it up, right? We made it to the National Pro – what do we want to call that? Call it like the, the regionals in a state basketball tournament. Like it's first round and there's two more rounds. So you have it's sectionals, semis, finals. So we're in the sectionals, right? Uh, four teams in our bracket. Wow. Get there. First team doesn't show. Athens. We were gonna scared pound, of us. Pound. We were going to pound Athens. No doubt about it. <laughs> they don't show 1-0 victories. But we get a chance to play Mississippi, 
one of the best teams in Mississippi. Very good team. Very good. Very nice pair. Very nice parents. Wow. If you get a chance and you want to listen to that game, we actually had a Mississippi father join us to um, and discuss Southern soccer. We're actually thinking about getting him on the podcast. Uh, it'd be nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Have reached out since now with Facebook friends. I don't know what the next step is in the dating world, but <laughs> we'll get them. I think you have to swipe right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we come out of uh, Mississippi with a two-zero loss, but it was just, it was a we're gonna call it a friendly because that's what they call it, but it was a scrimmage. Um, we gave up a handball in the box penalty. That's a goal. Uh, what did you think of their goalie? Mississippi's she was, goalie. She was a tall drink of water. She was really tall and she moved very well. I, I would not be surprised if there were some uh, some people looking at her at a, at a pretty high level because she, she seemed like a pretty good athlete to me. And I don't know what her, I mean, obviously she's only what, 15, 16, probably 15. She could she could really turn into a heck of a goalie by the time she's ready to go to college. There was a scout that ran out after the game and shook her hand. Yes. Um, yeah, that was yeah. A, that's a good point. And she is, yeah, as Sean said, very similar to the Galaxy goalie. Yeah, she's talented, very talented. Yeah. But, yeah, she – and we, we tried to go upper, whatever that means, and she just kept uh, getting her big paws, and she caught everything. I think those gloves are full of stickle. Maybe. Yeah, we got to get well, some stickle. Little gamesmanship. That's okay, though. Yeah. So we come out of Friday, uh, really good spirits, because actually, technically, it's a W, because Athens didn't show, and we would have pounded them like we stated. So then we get Germantown out of Tennessee. I don't know where Germantown, Tennessee is. But no clue. They've got very good soccer players. Now, I will say we did not play our best. I think the Heat got us. Um, there were a number of factors. We're, we're going to stop with number of factors. Um, but there were a number of factors that uh, got us on our heels. We did not play moon soccer, right? I mean, it was obvious we didn't possess the ball. Um, we did have one goal. One goal. Uh, we scored two goals. We had a goal on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, Macy got a goal. A fun little something she did. It went in the back of the net, which was neat. But we played in kind of the stadium of Disney, um, which is pretty neat. Yeah, don't undersell that goal. That was uh, that was a really nice one out of the air. She kicked it out of the air and right into the uh, would have been the upper 90s. So it was a it was a, it was a good rip. I did cut the film, I taped it. I got it saved, so it, it was a good goal. I will say that she she kind of one touched it, bounced, and then yeah, boom. Did what her mom told her to do. Put it in that. That's right. <laughs> By the way, Germantown uh, outside of Memphis. I just looked it up. So there you go. So they're drawn from Memphis. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, they're pulling yeah. big big metropolitan area there. But both Germantown and Mississippi have been, made it to the final weekend, is what I'm told. Like mm -hmm. they were they're playing in the they're playing in the in the in the final tournament, the final eight or whatever it is to win the mm -hmm. national house. These are two Pretty good teams. So we got two, gave up another penalty in the box. Uh, we get one. And then we had a 
in the penalty and they made it on a kick. I don't know, at that point, it was 3-1 and the game was over. Yeah. So, Sunday, we played Maryland. Uh, I was impressed with Maryland. They only had a few numbers, right? They had 13 players and three goalies. Mm-hmm. So, they were gassed. But we kind of just didn't have our game. We did get down a goal. Marley put a goal on the board to go 1-1, and then that was kind of just a yeah. stalemate from there. I give them credit, though. They they played hard, for being that, uh, you know, only 13 players. I mean, they, they, they didn't have a lot, of, a lot of subs, but the girls that they had, they ran hard. So give them credit there. Well, they, absolutely. They, they, uh, excuse me. Um, so we had 1-1-1. One, one, and one. That's four points. Uh, Maryland also had four points. And so then it goes to goal differential, and we lost to Germantown three to one, and they got beat four nothing. So we get we get the silver bracket, which means we move on to Tampa. So did Maryland. So did Germantown. Offense did not because they decided not to go. Uh, which means February twenty third. You know, and I guess the people want to know, Jeremy, are you is Amelia going to make it? She is going to make it. I, I have responded on there. Uh, we just had to figure out a couple things. Yes. A couple things. So, yeah, we, she will be there. We will not be there. Uh, Grandma and Grandpa have graciously offered to take because that's the only way it was going to happen. Uh, so we had to kind of work out with another party to get that get her down there. Uh, but, yeah, we were we're going to get that reserved and, uh, yeah, get, get all the other logistics taken care of. But I did respond that she will be there. So Fantastic. So we'll have... <laughs> 14, 15 players now. Um, I think, you know, I've, I've, coming out of Orlando, everybody was kind of like, oh, man, what are we doing? Why are we, you know, we're throwing money, good money at bad. What are we doing? And I think people just needed to take breath. Yeah. You know, that's what we needed. I shouldn't say for yeah. but we needed to just get home. We needed to take a breath. We needed to talk to Macy. We needed to see the pulse of what we were doing. And then also, yeah. I, you know, I talked to you. I talked to couple other people on the team and try to get the pulse and I think overall this team is is earned the right and I think you know for people that can't make it completely understand yeah. uh, but I think for to get you know 13 14 15 girls uh there are 309s joining us uh, our fearless leader Eric um has gone about and found girls specific position girls uh which is great uh, mm-hmm. So we will have a stack of, of young girls and the 08s, but I think the girls that they're bringing from the 09s are fully capable of playing. So that's the exciting part. I think it's exciting for them. Yeah. No, it's going to be a really cool opportunity. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be here before we know it, which is just crazy how fast days go. I mean, it's already been two weeks since we were down in Tampa, it seems like. which is So I'm sorry, in Orlando. So, yeah, it's going to come up quick. And uh, it's going to be a really great opportunity for them to – you know, I, I feel like a lot of the girls felt like we didn't show our best down in Orlando, Orlando, and so it's going to give them a chance to come out and really show, you know, what this team's about. So, second chance for redemption. Yeah. Now, if we come, so it's an 18 tournament unfold. Um, I reached out to resident Paul, who does the the background checks and right most of the time, all the time, but he said it's an 18 tournament. Uh, five teams are set. Three teams have yet to be decided. They'll be decided in January. 
at the E64 National Tournament in Orlando. Ooh. Three teams will join the silver bracket, and then it's three games. You win all three, you move on. So that's an option. Now there's another option to get to the finals, and that is by qualifying for regionals in July. June? July. June. June. So we have done that. <laughs> and that is in Kansas City. So that one got a little farther. And, and if I remember correctly, you told me that if we, let's just say we, we won out in Tampa, that we potentially wouldn't even need to go to regionals. Correct? So that is, that is my take. Now, I was informed that the club has to send a team. So gotcha. Going back. So we'd still go. To, to your statement of yes, we would be there. Yes. But okay. we wouldn't need to win it. We've struggled at regionals. Like that's not, I, I truly am convinced the clear path for us to get to nationals is through Florida. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that based on what we've had in regionals so far, but we've gotten better yeah. when we've gone to regionals. I thought, I, I know last year was maybe a little bit of an aberration. I, but I still feel like we've gotten a little bit better the times that we've gone down. Right. And I thought we got hosed on our seating last year. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, playing galaxy and the, the Michigan Tigers, um, going to, I mean, they kind of get kicked in the teeth a little bit, but and it's 4,000 degrees in that sweat box, which is nice. We're going farther south, yeah, it's gonna even be better. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, those are the options of uh, the mighty Oiloons. Now, I think uh, we'll get through this year, and I think the club is sending let's throw it out there. We've now qualified. Orlando in 2024. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta get that. I gotta get that money maker going. Whatever that is, I don't know yet. Oh, Baker, where are you when we need you, baby? Come on now. My wife informs me OnlyFans is not gonna pay off for me. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get to get to get our kids to the to Orlando. Well, I've been selling pictures of my hands online and nobody bought one of them. What the heck? Oh. And uh, like Sean said, for next year for Orlando, we have the the nines, the eights, and then the six-seven combo, I think. Ooh, that's awesome. Right, because because the sixes are in that college age. Oh nine, oh eight, oh six of that. Oh six, oh seven. Look Nailed at it. you. Look at you. You're Great like you're on the board or something. When Coach Shaw speaks, I listen, especially when he's ordering scotch, and I'm really paying attention. So, and then the old the tens uh, are in second place going into round two, their spring season. So hopefully they can get it going. And I think the elevens have an opportunity. We're already pushing the elevens into this ball game, right? We used to be the young ones. Correct. Yeah, isn't that something that is what you just listed off as the embarrassment of riches uh, for the club. The club's doing great. I mean, a lot of, uh, almost at every level, we've got, you know, every age group, we've got really competitive teams, uh, which is only going to help us down the road, as I understand it. I could be wrong on this, but isn't that kind of what certain leagues look at as your depth, top to bottom, boys and girls? Like, you got to be competitive in a lot of different areas before 
they'll let you participate in either certain tournaments or certain leagues, correct? Correct. So that's where we went from, like, uh, YNL to mm -hmm. Clubby Club, and we won that. Now, we were the eights. We're the only one that won it, but we had some teams that were very uh, qualified to be there. And then so we went to E64 Regional, and our goal is to get to E64 National. Now, I guess there's a hiccup, I was told, because there will be four teams from Wisconsin, and they can't have that. Too many Wisconsins. So, I don't know. When you're the best in Wisconsin, you think they'd be like, hey, we're going to move your, you out. So, I think it might not be this year, but uh, hopefully within time. I mean, I don't know yeah. if we'll see too much more. I mean, we're kind of at the end of our rope, right? And we have correct, two correct. years left. Uh, so, and now we moved. I mean, if it wasn't for Florida, we'd be on high school mode. True. You know, so uh, this is good. The nice thing was this week and last week, I mean, we really took some time off to uh, think, and now we're back at it January 2nd. Uh, and we've been going since January 2nd. So past two weeks have been enjoyable. Really zen-like. <laughs> it hasn't slowed down for me. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> It is, uh, yeah. I wish I could say the same, but it's. I mean, it. it I, I. Yeah, it's nice when they they do get a little break. I think it's always good for whatever sport you play, get a little respite, get a little time away from it, just because there's a it, there's a lot happening in the season. And it's good to step away and just kind of reflect on you know, what's happened. So, from that side, it's it's a good thing. Uh, my daughter's doing workout Tuesday, Thursday with uh, one of her high school teammates, and then she works at the soccer facility. So. Nice. Uh, I drove down to the I drove down to the field the other day just to see it. Did a flyby. I bored. Hey, just out of curiosity, I mean, not that you got to give away the secret sauce to Bayport success, but do you guys do they have uh, captains meetings, like or captains practices? We do nothing. I think the success of the mighty Bayport is we don't do anything till tryouts. Okay, interesting. Which blows my mind. It blows my mind because I know you hear about the peers up and running. Uh, I think Notre Dame has already started talking. Now we do synergy. That's our indoor mm -hmm. facility. Uh, um, so Macy does that, but she does it with uh, another teammate. So she's not a fan, like a group workout person. So what's a couple more dollars, Jeremy, when you can train alone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we're we're trying to resurrect captain's practice here for for Spash. Just be, even though we can only do it in a gym, it. It's just something to get the girls together. And I tell you, we need touches. It's something, you know, I think you guys are lucky enough that your girls touch the ball a lot regardless. Ours don't always. Um, and so we're trying to get some more touches on the ball. So trying to do captain's practices, got the gym reserved here on for once a week and just, you know, let the girls get together. You know, I get I get to be there, but I can't do anything. Obviously, you just make sure that nobody gets hurt. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. The benefit of Bayport is the loons are a big feedy, feeder into the program. I mean, our 06 yeah. team, our starting seniors all play 06 loons, and most of them have now signed with colleges. So that's a big yeah. deal. So we can talk yep. about getting together all we want. But uh, I know this year's group of seniors is uh, very into it. I think they'll start to get going here. Um, mm -hmm. There's some leagues around for, for, for schools, but we haven't looked at, we haven't had time. I mean, we're, we're what we start up already in February or January and it's 
you might you yeah. best be practicing as much as we can with the girls we're going to, to Tampa with. So, because um, that's all we're doing. We're not playing another sport like you. I mean, Amelia's in hockey, and that takes up a ton of time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we were just saying before we started. I mean, it's we were looking at the schedule, and it's five days a week, sometimes six. So there's not a lot of off days, but Sundays are usually pretty even or open, and that's where we do our captain's practices on Sunday nights. So it just kind of works out. And I figure if people are doing something on the weekend, at least they're back home ready for school the next day so we can get them in the gym. It's that teacher in you. I always worried about the education. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But so I kind of wrapped up uh, our Orlando trip. You know, it was uh, – I think the club's going to learn a lot from the 08's uh, first trip. I think there's a lot of discussions being had. I think uh, there were some frustrations coming out from the club side. I think uh, I took full blame for my child uh, and the point of, you know, I think it is not a vacation. It's, it's hard to say that, right, when you're yeah. spending that kind of money. But at the end of the day, we, <laughs> well, you were on my flight going out. We get to the airport at 6 o'clock for a 6:40 departure, land at 10, and the fuel pump is bad on the airplane. So we sit around for two and a half hours, and then they inform us that uh, your airplane is capable of flying. It just not, does not have enough fuel to get to Orlando. The part that I enjoyed the most about that is they kept announcing, "We're just looking for somebody to sign off that we can still fly it." <laughs> <laughs> and then your head, you're thinking. Oh my God, they're getting somebody to be like, yeah, I think this plane will work. Whatever. <laughs> they're just getting some dude to, yep, this works. <laughs> so we take off and then we land in Nashville for a half hour while they pump fuel onto the airplane. We can't get off. It was okay. I mean, we got in at midnight, one, no, two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. We got to the hotel for three. And that's, 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 it's hard to my daughter fell asleep right away, but it's hard to like sit at, sit on the sideline and scream at your kid, you know, who better. You know, I didn't yeah. I didn't give her the Red Bull or anything, and maybe I should have really looked into that. Uh, <laughs> I was too busy enjoying Mickey pancakes or whatever we were eating down in the lobby. Holy cow, we gotta stop right here. So I understand that Disney is a big deal to people. No, but you got to be kidding me. There were like moms and daughters. Everybody's got ears on in the hotel. Same for like they are. This is a big deal. And then every dad was just like, you have to be kidding me. Right. He had carrying four bags. They bought every little kid had like a laser from Star Wars. I don't know what kind of money people drop there, but it is impressive. It's ungodly. It's yeah, it's crazy. It is a uh, it's a dream for Disney because you get all those kids in there, just captive parents. They, mommy, can we get it? Can we get it? Then they just scream if they don't. <laughs> well, we went into Disney Springs Saturday night with, and you guys were with us, and we yep. sat that table. That table, we we're having a burger, and I looked to my right, and there is a probably a one year old playing in the dirt, right. Mom, who doesn't look over 24, picks said child up by the arm. She's drinking a 
Beverage. I'm going to say beer. Beverage. <laughs> sets said baby on lap. Big swig. Sets down. Burger. Yells a little bit. And this continues the conversation. I am like mind blown at how amazing people watching is. That's one of my that's one of my professions. Judging Disney's a great people. Disney's a great place for it, man. I mean, it's they say the happiest place on earth, which is I think kind of a tongue in cheek because you'll never see more screaming kids and and grumpy parents than you'll ever see at Disney. <laughs> Every dad had a beer. Every dad had a beer. Like it, I was just like, I get it. I get it because every dad was just like, oh. <laughs> doesn't matter. They were 15 a crack. It didn't matter. He's like, I'm so broke after this. Yeah. And, and for those that have never, you've never been to Disney. I, it's the thing about it that really wears on you, at least for me, is, and then everybody is, you get there at the butt crack of dawn, right? You're trying to rush in and, and you're always got this itinerary. You got to go here. You got to go here. Because if you don't, you're going to miss the ride and you're going to have to wait for four hours. And so then you're constantly stressing out about getting into the park. You got to go here. Got to tell everybody. And then when you get it, it's like, where do we go next? And it's like this constant, got to go, got to go, got to go. And then by the time you're done, it's 11 o'clock at night. You're exhausted because you've just been out in the blazing heat all day, running around from place to place. And, you know, it just, yeah, it's nuts, man. It is a, it is a rat race. People love it. And I, I, I think it's great. Like, I don't, I just love watching people struggle and yell and scream. And then the next day they're like, let's do it again. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yes. Shanta and Shanta's correct. That the, the await sidelines for people watching. Oh yeah. People watching yeah. is great. You could tell I was from Wisconsin by the whiteness in my legs. Well, well you you can tell we're in Wisconsin because you can we're all wearing shorts and t-shirts, dude. I, one of the funniest pictures my buddy uh, that I went and saw down there as well. He posted a picture when we said goodbye to them on Sunday. They had full like pants and a coat, and we're in flip flops and t-shirts. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, because for us, you know, sixty degrees is like. It's pretty nice. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. <laughs> Did you see last Saturday when it was in Orlando? No. There was, the Ar I think it was the Armed Forces Bowl game. It was a monsoon at 62 degrees. They had, like, inches of rain. Like, it was like a wow. hurricane-style. Orlando was just ran. I'm like, we would have dominated. Man. No, everybody had been out there in, like, parkas. And, like, we'd have been out in shorts and. See, that's what we needed. We needed a snowstorm, like a dusting to come in, like 40-degree weather. Just freak everybody out, and we're going to been, like, at home, just chilling yes. on the sideline. Right? And I don't think that's we're going to we get that in Tampa either. Yeah, probably not. The last thing I would do is spend that money and go down in a snowstorm, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but anyways, back to your point. Yes, I, I think everybody learned a lot in Orlando. Personally, club-wise, I mean, it's just anytime you do anything for the first time, it's or you know, sec, first or second time, there's always going to be growing pains. It's just the reality of life. So I think that's not always a bad thing. It's just 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 the way that it is, and um, we're no different. So, well, it's interesting. What did the the Mississippi said it and Germantown after the game? They're like, all right, get back. Your uniform goes to Sarah. She's going to get them washed. You, everybody drank chocolate milk 
they took ice baths, and then they did compression shocks. Yeah. I'm like, that's impressive. But the, the, the guy that joined us, that was their fourth year, right? They knew what they were doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I he said down, their first few years they didn't do they they were kind of like deer in the headlights. It didn't go well for them. Right. <laughs> I didn't take an ice bath. I went right down to the lobby and sat and drank beer and stood stood outside. Like I didn't know. I figured right. I was an athlete. As an athlete, I don't need to be drinking no chocolate milk. You drink Jolt. Seems like we could get chocolate milk sponsor. The club could. I'm just saying. Oh, a great idea. Seems like Pants the club could get like, milk. and every like the, everybody gets a chocolate milk. I mean, they do it for the WIA. I mean, I don't see why the club wouldn't be able to reach out to the Dairy Association and be like, "Hey, you got a great opportunity here. We have a thousand players. We could slap up some stuff at the at the complex." I mean, there's got to be some some ching there. Oh my god, yeah. You know how many chocolate milks they would sell? Even at me yeah. and you. <laughs> That's right. Sell them at the concession stand. They give them to us for a nice price. It's got to happen. We got to make that happen. And I get a little cut of that, right? I got to get a cut for that, right? At least, at least two cents. Every, every at least heard of two cents. It's more than I had. Well, yeah. Then we have holiday coming up. Christmas holiday. Yes. Everybody's favorite, so you, Christmas. You you still have young ones, right, with Oliver? Yeah, he's just turned nine. We just celebrated nine for uh, Oliver uh, two days ago. So he still still gets into it, still enjoys it. Amelia loves Christmas. They all love Christmas. What's not to love about Christmas when you're a kid? You get free stuff. Doesn't love Christmas, right? You don't, have to, you don't have to go to school. It's like everybody just caters to you. I mean, what's not to love, honestly? As a parent, that's where it's like, ugh. It's like every day you're buying something. And then my, my wife's like, I feel bad. Like, my daughters are 15 and 18, right? When I was, I told her, when I told my daughter, when I was 18, I got like a pair of jeans, like a shirt. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. I don't know. These lists are ridiculous. Like, I would like Lululemon, and then I want Stanley, and then I want, and I'm like, you're out of money. <laughs> None left. Uh, oh. What are you going to do? Well, Macy's in New York right now. She flew to New York this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. My sister took me. Like, kind of a, she she wants to do a trip with each of my daughters. And uh, Macy wanted to do New York in winter. So she's she's at Back to the Future play right now, living their best yeah. life. Well, wow. good for I'm her. Menominee. Yeah, I'm a Menominee grinding. And my wife's watching the dog at home by herself. Like, she just joined too, so you know Jackie's checking to see how you're doing. It's still alive in 05 out here in Menominee. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, good for me. So I hope she has a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's gonna have a blast. They're doing it all. She come back uh, Friday morning, so they got three nights of uh, New York cheer. That's awesome. So yeah. Good stuff. So. And then, do you do anything big for the holidays? No, honestly, we are not this year, which I'm okay with. We're, we're going to be around here. I have to work a couple of games. We have the Century Classic in Stevens Point. It's where a bunch of basketball men's and women's come together. 
I get to work one of those, a couple of those games and be, make sure that no unruly parents or anything like that. Um, so that, that'll be fun. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, not a whole lot. We're going to just kind of hang out and we've got practices, obviously. And Amelia has a tournament down in Madison called the Culver Cup. So there's going to be, I think, two or three hockey games down there over the, over the break. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Good stuff. So. Yeah, I just noticed Matt Getz joined, and Matt, I will get a hold of you. We kind of did this on the fly tonight, but Matt's going to join us hopefully next week. Um, a new sport we'll discuss, Green Bay Rugby. Uh, Matt was the one that got me into rugby at UW Milwaukee, and then he started, helped start high school rugby in Green Bay, and then he helped facilitate, and they built and got a field up and running So at the rugby grounds in Green Bay. So he will be a great guest uh, from that aspect. Uh, so that'll be next week. So um, we're excited. I'm excited for that. So that's nice. my athleticism, you know, legion athlete. <laughs> right. Kind of. <laughs> so, hey, I, I actually have a topic that we could spend a little bit of time on because it, it's, it is involved youth sports. I actually went to a sportsmanship summit uh, a week ago. Um, which was really interesting, hosted by the WIA, with the uh, guy with the with the the purpose of trying to find ways to be more sportsmanlike and to potentially uh, root out uh, derogatory chants towards opposing players. Okay, so that that's kind of the mindset. So now the question that I would have is, you're sitting there thinking about what is too far then like what is and we talk about this for on our sidelines obviously you want to be positive obviously you don't want it to be anything derogatory towards another player especially on the other team and you know that's really what they're talking about is like how can we cheer for our team and they had some really good speakers in there uh guys that have written books and all kinds of stuff um and i just I'm just kind of curious, like, what, what exactly are you running into over at Bayport or in stuff that you've seen for high school sports? Do you see that stuff declining? Uh, I, I know from having to manage the games, and I'm just going to give you my little, my little piece of, of, of experience that I've run into is, depending on who you're playing, it's easy. Like, kids are great, never do anything, but we just had an incident here where it's like there was a little bit of bad blood between one of the players – and one of our fans because they were exes and from the other school. And so then instantly this becomes like revenge game, like the fans trying to get after the player and that's kind of considered targeting. So I, I, are you guys running into that where you see the fans targeting the other players on the team or are they cheering, cheering for Bayport? I'll be honest. I don't go to many events. Um, I did yeah. go. So our, our friend's son plays basketball at Preble. And they played Notre Dame on Friday night at Notre Dame. So we went, um, and I was very surprised at the short hook of the ref. So one of the Preble kids said something. Now probably wasn't great. I mean, it was demeaning yeah. in some way. I think he said it to the ref. But it was, it was stop game, you're gone. Um, I think they were, I think they were looking for it, like, one ref had a grudge. You could see the anger starting to build in his face towards one of the coaches on Preble. Okay. I'm I'm just sitting there just taking it in because I'm like, yeah, it seems like he's gonna get like get the whistle going. But he said something to one of the coaches, and then he said something to a player, and then two seconds later there was a foul, and all of a sudden it was technical. Like, and I don't know behind the scenes, 
I was very surprised that it was that fast. That hmm. he kind of worked himself into it. Now, kids today on social media, uh, I think it's bad. But it was bad when we were there. Yeah. See, this is the part that I'm not sure about because I almost feel like back when we were younger, it was almost worse at the game. Like they were allowed to say things to people that maybe you today we'd be like, oh my gosh, you can't, there's no way. But now it carries over. It's not necessarily, sometimes it is at the event, right? It does happen. But now it carries over into the social media world and like the game's running or over. And it's just this pile on online uh, that's, that seems to be. And the other thing that they're I'm noticing that they're doing is they research everything about players and then they go after their siblings. They go after their girlfriends. They go after their moms. They go after their dads. I mean, they're going after everybody because you can go on social media and find out who all these people are. Where when we were school, it's, we didn't know who your, you know, who Bayport's star player's mom's name was. We we, we had no idea. Right. Sh- Sean said cowbells. That's how old Sean is. He was, the cowbells <laughs> were the big deal. Skin <laughs> coach. But you know, we used to we had issue outside of. I had one of the kids that I knew a year old, and he jumped on the hood of a of a Pennings car and punched the windshield, shattered it. We used, our hockey games had the sheriff at. Uh, wow. Things would get out of hand, but the so I think the social media aspect is everything. Like you said, you can find anything out. Yeah. You know, and, and you can get down to. I mean, someone could look it up, and I'll be honest. I'm six one, buck eighty two. It is what it is. If you want to call me out on it, you got to call me out. I mean, I'm an athlete, yeah. so dollar, dollar, pounds. It is what it is. Um, but it's such a it's such a thing where one little thing it's like a, it's just like a thing of gas waiting to explode, right? I mean, yeah. you look at the game where where the X's were there. Yeah, his buddies were in the stands just waiting for one thing, and then it just turns into this instant explosion. Yeah, for did, sure. Did you, and did you see uh, Tosa East Wawatosa West game? That ended in no. a fight. They were they were pulling hair like female fighting. The kids really? were fighting. It was terrible. Terrible. When was this? Because I'm not going to lie, the NSB. <laughs> because the group that was at the Sportsmanship Summit was Wawatosa West. They were the lead speakers on how to do a good job in the stands. <laughs> I'm okay. almost positive. That's kind of funny. West versus, yeah. I'm sure that's the big rival, right? It's separated by a uh, uh, bridge. But yeah. I swear to God, it's Tosa East and West. So, so and here's culture, trash Max, track, and sport. Go ahead. Max brings up a really good point. Of all the games that I watch and manage, Hockey tends to be one of the worst. A, because they're right on the rink. There's a culture of, like, aggressive and physical play. And so the fans kind of take that on. Now, the other side that I've identified of why hockey tends to be a little bit worse, when hockey's in season, guess what sport isn't in season? Football. And so you got football players in the stands, right? These big – they like to be aggressive, like hits – they get fired up when that stuff gets aggressive, right? And so as soon as that happens, they tend to get a little, you know, little, little wired up. So I think that's part of it. Um, but man, it's, it was, you know, it's, it's 
it's hard to, to try to control because they can get out of hand really quick. And the, if we don't do anything as a game administrators, I found out during the, the game where the X's were at, where the X was playing on the ice and the other X was in the stands, the the mom was look the mom of the player was looking for me because she was so pissed about what was happening in the in the stadium because they were doing a chant. So you know, just a little background on it. He's he apparently posted pictures. He's a model of himself online in his underwear, and so then they were chanting "Tidy Whities," and so I you know at some level you're kind of like okay this it's yeah. But it's targeting, right? You're going after a player, which is not allowed by the conduct. So we have to come out and say, yeah, you can't do that. We're trying to shut it down. The mom's upset because she's like, what's going on? In my head, I'm like, why are you posting pictures of yourself online? <laughs> and it's just this big, big snowstorm, right? Everybody's like on edge. I don't know how you stop it. I, it's it, like we do the best we can, but we have to do something because if we don't do something, people get all upset. So I don't know. It's just a weird are looking for you to change it but the parents i mean i've seen hockey parents get into it with high school kids like come oh, to shoves sure. and almost blows right which doesn't yeah. really happen in more or less basketball or soccer or even football but hockey you're right about hockey big hits fast action people are yeah. amped up so they're amped i think yeah i think hockey is a different breed altogether i think uh you know you don't get a lot of fighting in the stands in football um uh, no and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I was saying to, to somebody in our, our school, I'm like, man, we had such a great football season. Lots of kids were in the stands. Nobody was doing crazy chants. Football does all these chants where they're more directed at our team than the other team. And then we go to other sports and it's like instantly focused on the other team, other team, other team. And it's like, why can't we just do what we did in, in football and move it over? <laughs> right. Do you notice a decline though in, in kids going to, um, games or is you depends on the game it's just kind of a smaller community than you know maybe done a, a green bay or something but i've noticed it, like the bayport or the treble notre dame game we're talking 15 kids on each side and that's terrible uh, we we're doing better than that like for the game that i'm referring to there it was so amp it was so um amplified and so uh spread that for this game that they knew that this was going to be you know this is happening, that this X was on the ice. We probably had, I'm just thinking there's 10 rows there and they were all full. So you're probably 150, 200 students. I mean, there was, yeah. there was a lot of students there. And then the, the stadium was, it's a, it's a rival school. So there's a lot of people there. So it was, it was a packed house. I mean, it was, and, but a lot of the time there's some games, like I just saw our girls game was on tonight. There was probably only 20, 20 fans there. And they're, you know, they're at least 500. They're not horrible. So. But I noticed, too, I went to uh, a couple of volleyball games last year. And there's, like, 20 kids on each side for volleyball. And they're screaming. Mm -hmm. Like, they are yelling yeah. at the other team. I mean, just <laughs> like Bobby Newton, like, we used to yell Noonan, right? They're yelling yeah. all kinds of And I'm like, it's volleyball. Just, just watch. Like, I'm super old now. But, like, can we just sit and watch a game? I mean. We have to no. yell at every like every player every yes. time they try to hit the ball. Yes. And by the way, the Noonan call is a really good call. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Kids don't know what it's like their heritage. They have no idea. But but to to answer your question, yeah, I, and that's where it's 
and it, we actually pulled some students aside and talked to them before this game ever happened. And we're trying to tell them that you can't go after the player. You can't go after the other team. Let's focus. And they're like, why? Everything's gotten so soft. We should be able to, there's like, it's part of the environment to be able to go and make fun of kids. And I'm like, no, that's not what we're trying to promote here. <laughs> like, we're trying right. to get you to stop. And they're like, well, why can't we say things about their, their moms? I'm like, because <laughs> you can't. It's not how it works. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Like, it's a, it, it, things are different, but they're still the same, you know, to 20 years ago. It's crazy. Yeah, but if you were a prowl back, I mean, when I was in high school, there were fist fights, right? There, there weren't a lot of them. Um, actually, yeah. our we had a disciplinarian at, at Marshall where I went. Where he would, if you were, if you found out you were going to fight, he would take you in the weight room, put boxing gloves on, and shut the doors. And he said, eighty percent, ninety percent of the time, you wouldn't fight, right? You take the crowd out of it, right? And everybody's like, well, why are we going to pound each other with gloves on? So it just kind of dissipates. But when you get the, it usually takes one yeah. kid who's not even a hockey player, right? Or a fan. Right. He shows up and he is just not paying attention. And then all of a sudden, yeah, somebody's like, hey, that's Darren's mom, you know, and that's his <laughs> sister. And Darren's mom works here in Austin. He chirps, right? Yeah. And then, and then usually it just explodes. And here, this kid has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they don't. The, the parents don't even have to be there. They just start chanting their name, which is crazy. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a wild world, man. I'm impressed, I know. Like we heard some <laughs> stuff in our day that I won't repeat. But Oof, I remember yeah. sitting in the stands, and I'm like, like even back in the '90s, you're like, like <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Probably wasn't. I did. Well, I did not see it. Paul, fan of the show, good friend, at, at the high school where his kid goes to, was playing Notre Dame. And this sign, I think it's fantastic. I graduated from Notre Dame. I went to Catholic school my whole life. Blasky had a sign that just said, Jesus loves us for free, which is genius. Yes, that's a good one. Because it doesn't say anything about Notre Dame. Just states that we don't need to be paying for no school because God loves us for and I think it's great. That one actually I, I would agree. And I would if somebody had that, I would I would probably let that one go because it's it's not it doesn't show anything. So the other one is in football, do they dress up? Is there a theme night? Yeah, there's usually a theme for most almost they they every school does the like tropical, the USA, you know, and it's just jersey, it just rotates. So it's funny because when Bayport plays Notre Dame, it's Notre Dame or Bayport dresses up like treppies and Notre Dame dresses up like hicks. And I'm like, hmm, doesn't make much sense anymore, right? And then if you play Pulaski, you wore camel. And I'm like, oh my God, I just do USA or neon. Like, and it's neon, the same yeah. thing over and over again. I'm like, you're going to go in your closet. You're going to wear a button-down shirt. You're like, ooh, I go to Notre Dame. You just went in your closet. You've got a button-down shirt. Like, <laughs> you own it. <laughs> you own it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, the point of it is, I do think that there's – I've softened on this a little bit. I, there is a there is room to make sure that you're a good sport. And kids ask me, like, how do I personally feel on it? And, I'm, and I always just – I don't know. I – 
I do think that sometimes we got to take things a little less seriously, but I, in today's day and age, that's not always the case. Cause the problem is as soon as you let something go, and I've found this as a game manager, as soon as you let something little go right away, they just amp it up. And so they're like, well, why are you telling us not to do that? I'm like, cause if I let you do this, you're going to go next thing you know, and you're going to hey, do something really crazy. And I'm going to be the guy that's getting yelled at by the, by the parents. Yeah, what did Max say? Volleyball and wear a helmet tonight. See, that's neat. like it should be mouth guard night. Like everybody has a mouth guard in. <laughs> be harder to cheer, so we can't say things as easily. I'm okay with that. But you have. <laughs> then again, go to a youth baseball game. Go to a youth football game. It's not kids. Yeah. It is parents. Terrible parent. Now, I think the you know we spend most of our time around the soccer field, and I think our parents are they're they cheer for their daughters. They cheer for the team. Right. But I don't, we don't, we take more heat for our parents cheering than we give out tenfold. Agreed. Now, I will say in the Milwaukee Wave game, I was bantering, bantering with the gentleman, but he did get the joke in the end, right? He said egregious and laughed. I have a tendency yeah. to go overboard. Tendency that to, was pretty funny. Once I see a crack in the armor, I, I go all in, and that's my fault. Which, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, you not going to Tampa is a huge deal for me. <laughs> You're going to be have fine. A, Joe's not going. Oof. I'm like, I'm by myself. And these lips start cracking. <laughs> Sometimes, like, you let, you you give me the, the nudge. You're like, hey. Going down. <laughs> like you know where the mute button is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you're gonna do great, and uh, I'm sure somebody's gonna be there to keep you in line. So just have you know what you should do. <gasps> Sean should join you. That's who should join you. I think he's sitting on the bench though, like you did. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe Eric will join me. Seems like Ooh. Eric all riled up. <laughs> Somebody needs to join me, though. I'll see who's going. I wonder okay. if Jake is going. There you go. Oh, Jake I bet he is. Gets a Lusky yeah. out there. His player's back. Coming off for yes. ACL tear. MCL So why tear. don't we end end on that and talk a little bit yeah. about Claire. That's exciting. Yeah, so she is like one year or something. I don't, I don't know the exact time. For yeah, her. it was February. She's actually, I think, at about 11 months. Okay. Um but I saw they had posted on Facebook that she got the the green light to do organized activities. She was able to practice without contact. Mm -hmm. And I think she's I think the uh, the veil has been lifted and pulled the car out of the garage and let her ride. Now glad she has a month and a half. Um to get I think there's some mental side to that, don't you? I've I've never been through it. Oh, if, well, I've had, I've never been through it personally, but I've had multiple players that I've coached that have gone through it. And I'll just say this, like, you know, the, the work that she had to put in, a lot of people don't see behind the scenes about how mentally grueling it is to go through an ACL and how much mental work you have to put in. I give her a lot of credit. Every time I've seen her, she's been bubbly, smiley. I'm sure that that's had moments where she's been very, She's been frustrated, I'm sure, because everybody that I've known that's gone through it had moments of just utter frustration. So I can't tell you how excited I am for her to come back because, you know, having uh, Dr. Shock on last week, 
he'd be the first to be able to tell us about ACLs and how tough those are to come back from. Uh, it's a long, grueling process, and I'm sure she's got to feel really good. But yeah, there is a mental aspect. Everybody that I've coached that came back from them, and the players that I've played with that came back from them, you just are a little unsure about that leg for a, a little while, and it kind of just takes t- shaking the rust off. So I'm with you. It's good that she's got a month and a half. But then just that first game contact, you just are always in the back of your mind, at least the players I've coached, they always think about it. So I think that's going to be natural for her, but she's such a tough kid and such a positive kid. I, she's going to be able to bounce through that. I, I see no no issues with her getting through and, and getting past it. It's just a matter of getting back on that horse, right? So she's going to do it. Talking to Jacob Pollard, her, I mean, she was grinding at Synergy. She was in advanced therapy. I mean, she, probably in the best shape, you know, compared yeah. to everybody because she <clears throat> she took it seriously. And that, and that is amazing because I can see some yeah. kids being like, that's not, I mean, it is a lot. It's a lot. So I, I she's such an awesome player too. I mean, we, we we're really going to benefit from her being back on the field. So kudos to her. It's just awesome that she's back. So good her, for her. her. Her attendance was better than anybody on the team. That's <laughs> I know, impressive, right? Even practice. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is impressive. I mean, that shows a lot about her commitment when, when you show up when you, you can't even play. She tried to find her role, whether it was shagging balls or, you know, just being somebody that could help out with whatever. Uh, she was she was awesome. It's, it's good for her. I can't wait for her to get back on the on the field. Yeah, no, that, that, that'll be exciting. And uh, can't imagine what if Jake's down there at Bola, what that what those nerves are like, too. I mean, if they had lived it. I mean, it's a yes. 14, 15-year-old young lady who had to be driven every day to Green Bay, to Appleton. And, and so I'm sure the nerves yeah. will be there. But uh, hopefully Jake, if he's coming down, will join me. And That'd be I great. Can, uh, I can help him get through his nerves on the field with batting. There you go. Or we can zoom you in. Oh, boy. <laughs> That'd be something. <laughs> I'll comment uh, as, as much as I can. Yeah, let's put it that way. I'll be I'll be there as much as I can. Just send the checkbook, will you, please? There you go. There you go. So you you had uh, I think uh, promised the fans that we were going to share our best gift. Yeah, I threw it out there for Christmas. I was hoping to get some Ooh. ahead of time, but again, nobody took me up on my offer. They were disappointed in the fans. So drop um, it in the comments right now, your best gift, if you will, we'll share them out here. But what do you got for us? So I think we were, it was at the old house. So I was probably seventh grade and I didn't get what I wanted. Like not even close. Like I had a list, I was dialed in and I got nothing close to what I wanted. And I was, oh, so my dad's like, hey, clean up the paper, take it to the garage. And we had a, a detached garage back at the old house. So I, I'm moping, right? It's winter. I'm just like, this sucks. Like Santa, you didn't like, how good. Like, totally talking myself in this. And I opened the garage door and there was this beam of light. And there was, a, it was a, it was a 250R big red three-wheeler. This thing was gigantic. It should have never bought it for us. My dad, they, he should have lost both his kids from buying this thing. We almost killed ourselves daily on this thing. He actually put a roll bar on the bottom 
and I would roll this thing on top of me. I we hooked up my buddy Pete Minahan up with a rope and a sled, and I got him <laughs> coming around the corner, and I'm I gun it, and I forgot that the momentum of the sled will slingshot him. Dude, I wrapped him. Horse. I wrapped him around an oak tree so bad. <laughs> I just saw a video of what that somebody doing that and the dude just slammed into a like they went around a corner and he just slammed in. Uh, then, back then was we're not telling anybody. Like you're hurt, you're you just you Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was uh that was a great gift. Death by uh, death by three wheeler, but it was not it was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, so for me, I uh, just a, a quick backstory on this. So when I was a little kid, we grew up on a farm, and I loved tractors. That was like my thing. I played with tractors all the time, you know, just trying to be like your dad or whatever. And I still remember. I can't remember exactly how old it was. I want to say it was eight, because uh, I know we were in our house before it burned down. So I know it was the Christmas before that, one or two years. And I just remember it was like, it was probably October. I was, I would go with my dad when he had to go to the implement, which is where they, you know, get tractors repaired or you go get parts or whatever. And they would sell toy toys there. And so I just remember going in and there was a toy tractor there that was, uh, it was, uh, it was a, a, a big dually tractor that was articulating, which means it turns in the middle and it was a, uh, a white. And so we're an Oliver family and Oliver turned into white uh oliver tractor uh and so we were I, I saw this thing and i was admiring it but you know we didn't do a lot of gifts honestly as a kid i i don't remember getting many gifts but this thing at the time in 1988 was 60 right so this is an expensive tractor it's, it's an expensive toy and i remember looking at it and like just staring there the whole time my dad's over doing whatever and he must have seen it as well because he's seeing me stare at this thing well fast forward to christmas you know usually at christmas i get a pair of jeans whatever it, it farm stuff, you know, it's the stuff to, to go out and work. And I, and that thing was under the tree. And I still remember like opening that, like freaking out because that was, I never would have thought that I was ever going to get that thing. That was a, that was pretty cool. And to this day, I, I told you it, we had a fire, our whole house burned down. Um, and that thing took some hits in that fire. Uh, but I still have that tractor out in my, my barn. That's like, that was a pretty cool gift. And I, I'll, I was always amazed my dad like picked up on the fact. I just assumed he wasn't paying attention, but I give him credit. He he bought it, and he knew I wanted it, so <laughs> it was pretty cool. But I still have it to this day. It's it's uh needs a little work. It's kind of falling apart, but I'm not gonna let go of it. So I didn't know your house burned down. Like yeah, I was ten years old. Pretty tragic though. Like the yeah. homestead is gone. You know what's crazy about that is. There's literally, there were probably 15 pictures of me before I was 14, and we lost uh, probably half of them in that fire. <laughs> so, I mean, I look at our kids now, and I'm like, we take thousands of pictures, you know, and we have so many pictures of our kids. You can run a movie reel and just see them develop. There's literally only a few pictures of me of my existence when I was a child, so... It, it, we have a couple copies of them, by, like like you took a picture of it. But, yeah, I don't have many of them when I was a kid because we lost them in the fire. And it was a total loss. I mean, it was a big fire. It burned everything. It was a pretty big one. So, yeah. Fun stuff. 
thrown a mattress in college in the street when the Packers won the Super Bowl, but that's not where he put The cops didn't know. Uh, well, see, well, well, nobody you, shared uh, their nobody I shared know. their gifts. Come on, they better like you people. Just hit like on our Facebook page right ninety. We got to get to hundred, and then. Uh, then we're going to get a sponsor. Big things happen. Know it. Yes. Big things are going to happen when we start having likes. I mean, there's so many opportunities out here to be sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should places. get Sean's a cowbell. That's what I think we should get Sean's. Maybe a cowbell. We've got like we've got like six in our house. I'll make sure he has a cowbell for Tampa. You know what we need is a cowbell with the Loon logo right on it. Jerry oh, might have that, or Joe. Joe probably has the cowbell. Joe probably Everything does. He has is, is logoized. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I better uh, get back to the uh, get out of the studio over here, but I'm in Wisconsin, and get back to my room. And uh, dang right, I'm gonna take melatonin tonight. I'm going to bed. Well, good luck with all that. I'll sleep in hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're gonna gonna get ready here. Got to get up tomorrow. We get up early. It's uh, Amelia and I do a workout uh, for her for speed training in the morning, so we got to get up at five. So I'm gonna hit the hay too. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably get up and have breakfast. That a boy. Get some eggs. Get some sausage in there. Some powdered eggs. No, <laughs> I get a cup of coffee at McDonald's, and I'm driving a big work van, so if it's me and the neighbors. Mm. That's awesome. It's just it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. But it's just me and Netflix the whole way home. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Don't do that when you're driving. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You know, there's this. We did. And there's an FM radio. I mean, you want to you want to struggle? Try finding a, a, a station out here in the middle of nowhere. Spotify, man. You got to use Spotify. Get a good podcast and just zone out. I'll get a podcast. I got some good podcasts I like listening to. All right. Good. All right. You you enjoy the holidays. Merry Christmas to your family. And uh, hopefully you get what you're looking for. (laughs) I I won't get anything. Same to you. Merry Christmas to the Brostos. Merry Christmas to all the fans out there that are watching. We do appreciate you tuning in. Uh, all the, uh, the, the five people watching right now. Thank you. And, uh, we'll talk to you, uh, either next week or the week after. Yeah. Special guest. And, uh, we'll get back at it, have some fun and, uh, on to 2024. Sounds good. All right, sir. All right. See ya. Bye.